Strap in for a roller coaster ride where curiosity, humor, laughter, and the odd case of wisdom is applied to understanding the adventure of life. Welcome to the Raw and Gene Show, the power of coaching, guided by two knuckleheads who invite you to sit in the front car with them on this ride. Trust us, it's not as serious as it sounds. And high fives are included. Oh, the music's over, but the music's never over. Welcome to the Raw and Gene Show. We are lifting the roof. This is our episode 14. And today we're going to be talking about the art of rest because it's important and it's a big piece of the cycle that many, I know that Rawl and I in the past have neglected rest. And we've even talked about that on the show. No. Yes, I'm pointing to you, my friend. No. How Did are you, you, my friend? Besides being overly silly, I'm good. I'm good. I'm being overly silly. I like when we, what we bring to that show. It's all a scam. So when I, when I put on the lipstick on the pig and. And he saying, no, things are good. I was saying earlier, it's just been a kind of a uneventful week in a mm-hmm. sense of, you know, we always ask her, how you doing? Every day is basically the same. Some days you, you obviously have highs and lows or whatever. And then some days things just, so this week has been. It's just a nice constant. Mm, yeah. can go along. Exactly. Some, some days, some weeks, those are really needed. It's about balance and ties into what we're going to talk about today. The art of rest. People go, I know how important rest is. Do you really understand it? I don't even know if I understand it, but I do know everything in balance and you can't be going 100% guns ho. Although I worked in an environment like that back in the day where every project that came down the pipeline was priority one. So, <laughs> so it was, it made for a very, a very stressful environment. Yes. It, it, it never felt. And I was fortunate because I was the recruiter slash life coach for the IT group. And so I was affected, but not the same way as if I was actually an, an employee working in, in that environment all the time. Right. I was the support mechanism for the managers and the groups, but it just made for a very stressful environment because you feel like it, there was never any downtime for any. So, so it was interesting. I think most people understand the value of rest, but do they really understand it? Rest is super important. And uh, at least I remember coming from the generation of going, I'll rest when I'm dead. Yeah. What a horrible like metaphor. I used to say that too. Yeah. Statement. We, I used to say that too. It's like, I look back on that going, young man, be like, as soon as those words come out, you know that you're covering up for something. You're Mm -hmm. covering up for a deficit of rest probably of a deficit of taking care of yourself in many other aspects of your life going, I am here just purely to produce, be like, oh, you're going to burn out hard, like super hard. You're going to be the dude. I was the dude that was like working at one point. I think we were working like 14, 15 hour days for, we thought it was going to be a three week sprint. It ended up being like three months and it almost destroyed our entire production floor it'll burn you out it also depends on because that's interesting you say that because a, a phrase like that i'll rest when i'm dead that's something i said when i was younger mm-hmm. that's something i said when i really didn't understand so it's not that it's right or wrong it's also depending on where what stage in your life you're at what stage you're at spiritually what stage you're at mentally emotionally physically 
but also what stage you are within your career and financially, because if you're building and you're grinding and you're trying to build your nest so you can provide and live life the way you want, then for some people, they put those things not to the side. They just don't look at it from a value standpoint, the same way that we would now, because yeah. we're older now. We've learned from those things. It's interesting where you said it, because I don't want it to seem like it's a wrong thing. It's like going through those experiences is how you obtain that the insight and the wisdom to go, I need to look at this thing. And I think sometimes time has a lot to do with that because the older you get, the more you realize, the more rest you need. When you're younger, almost younger, geez, I could stay up all night, party all night, maybe get two hours <laughs> of sleep and, and get up and go to work. And it was a different world back then. It was different. Yeah. And we were different because we were younger and piss and vinegar and all that stuff. But regardless, it is important to rest. I mean, Let's kick into this. How, how do you bring rest into your, your life now? Outside of, of nightly sleep, I try. I wouldn't say I nap every day, but I definitely nap a lot more. And when I say nap, short naps, but I try to nap more. Rest for me also is not just shutting down. Rest is just being still. Part of that is being still. So again, I make a lot of time to just be still, not be doing anything, but just being. And part of me being still is I like watching videos that move my emotions, that make me cry, make me want to cry. So to me, that's part of rest as well. That's part of that regeneration because that's what rest is for is to regenerate and sleep every night to allow our brains, number one, to process the information we've gathered from the day's experiences and so forth and put it in its right categories and get rid of what doesn't serve us and to, to facilitate dreams and the random state and all that stuff. Interesting hearing that is what I hear from you though, overall is there's, you've got these different areas. You've got body rest, like physically sleeping because our body does require sleep. It's like, mm -hmm. you're right. Goes into the, into that REM state. It's going to organize the thoughts and the new things that you've learned that day, trim out the stuff that you don't. And there's actually another piece that it like flushes, you know, your lymph nodes and like flushes yeah. toxins out of your body. Yeah, body. Like it is an actual, like cleanse component and getting good sleep and good physical rest is highly important. The other piece I hear from you though, is like this, maybe we'll tie emotional and spiritual rest. Let them go hand in this conversation is I hear that there's a little bit of getting in touch with these emotions that might not come up as known mm. as like a similar sense of a cleanse on that side as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Cause to me, that's part of it is I, I think it's important to move yourself emotionally. Not necessarily daily, but at least weekly, monthly. I say monthly, but I tend to do it every week, whether I'm conscious of doing it or not, because one of the things in what we do and, and, and the other things that I do with poetry is, is the exposure to, to, to the madness of politics and all these things that I see. So I, for myself, I need to balance myself and remind myself that there's still a lot of good going on in the world. So I watch a lot of videos or read a lot of articles or try to have conversations with people that facilitate that. And I love to watch things that around random acts of kindness or things that people are doing that just highlight, spotlights how great they are. It always moves me to, to I'm a big, I'm still a, a huge sports guy. I'm not talking about the politics or the business of sports, just the purity of sports. Competition is really good. Um, with a lot of people fear competition, but without competition, actually, we're not sitting here where we are today, but that's another show. <laughs> It's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. I love to watch videos or read things or talk with people that do remind me of the good of life. And that 
and highlighting people's brilliance or even when people don't think they can do something and they do it and then how it moves other people. So that always moves me emotionally. It always has. Or watching, like I said, great sporting moments and, and that sort of thing. So for me, that's part of my rest because in, within that containment, I am regenerating myself. I'm purging right emotions that I may no longer need from that week, from that day. But that goes towards my rest, towards rejuvenation of my spirit, of my emotions, of, of my mental state of mind. I think it's important to, to not just think of rest from a physical standpoint, but to, to understand it and engage it also from a spiritual. If you're a man or woman of God, are you resting within God? If you're, if you're a Buddhist or whatever your religious uh, understanding is, are you resting in those things, in that faith as well? From a mental standpoint, it's not so much I'm trying to control my thoughts. How I rest my thoughts is I just let them be. Mm, yes, it's the whole sitting by the creek and letting yeah. them flow down the creek. Whatever comes up. Yeah, sorry. Just let it be, right? Like it's a guided meditation tactic and you can use. Imagining the creek there, sitting by it, thought comes up putting it back on the creek, which allows me to like detach from the story of that thought and just let that thought be. And it's just, like, it's actually really re refreshing. It's a resting tactic to go. I don't have to chase every one of these no. like a, a dog chasing a squirrel. Oh, I could just let this be and squirrel. no squirrels. You're like, oh, there's the squirrels. We're going to let them go play today. Go this play. is great. And that too is an opportunity to rest. When I hear you talking about being in one prevalent emotional state for a long time, that can actually be tiring. Yes. And finding a way to switch the perspective and choosing to be like, hey, if you're in mad, how do I get to powerful? How do can I go explore joyful and giving your body a moment to rest from being in any one of those other emotions for a long time. It's like being yeah. in a static hold or regardless of the emotion that you're in, if you're in it too long, be like, you're going to get emotionally tired and going and exploring <laughs> those other ones is actually a chance to rest because you experience them in a different way in that emotional physique of ours. So actually switching out of them and switching to them and back them can be a component of emotional rest too. What you're saying is about being balanced with our emotion. Because if I sat here and just watched random acts of kindness for 24 hours a day, that's also not very healthy because I, I can end up with a false sense of a, 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 an emotional crutch to something that, that serves a purpose. But if you do it without balance, it can be detrimental as well. It's just water. We need water to live. But too much water could actually drown you. So this is why every, everything in balance and the same thing with rest and rest is very important. And to me, it's not just even getting the rest. It's how do you come out of rest? I was talking to someone this morning about how she was feeling this morning. She goes, no, I'm all right. And I said, she was feeling a little off. And she goes, it's usually common when I get up in the morning. And for a lot of people, cause it takes a while for the body to spirit to fully come back in the body and to be present here. And. So I asked, do you practice gratitude? Because I find how you come out of rest as well is a kind of a compass to how you will use that re renewed energy. So if you come out of rest, you're rested, but you're still coming out in, in almost in a negative state of mind. 
to me, that almost defeats the purpose as well. So I think it's very important how you go into rest, but also how you come out of rest as well. What I see here, the imagery that pops up for me as you talk about that, like coming into rest is like landing a plane. The smoother you can get mm. that plane to come back down, the better everybody is. And they're going to ch- clap inside and be like, woohoo, we did it. But same thing with that takeoff. If you're in a jetliner. It's not going to go climbing straight up. And if you are, that's really taxing the engines. Well, right? if you got so those like, How do you want to take off? You want to come back in from those yeah, cycles. Both got... the, the rest and being in an active state of whatever your word is for the opposite side, doing, being, experiencing, all those things is like, how do you lift into those actually has a big role of how you experience yeah. both that, that side and the rest. It does. And if, if going into rest or coming out of rest is painful, I'm using that word very loosely, mm-hmm. then a lot of times you'll tend to want to avoid it. This is why when people have problems sleeping, they try not to fall. They struggle with going to sleep because they know they're going to struggle with sleeping and toss and turn and nobody likes it. It's a very uncomfortable feeling to just lay there knowing you want to sleep, but then all you're doing is tossing and turning. So I think it's important to be cognitive. And again, too, that comes with that time and experience and, and just being cognitive of where you are in your journey and where you are in, in, in the present moment. We use the word active, whether we're in a rest mode or not, we're still always active. This is always on. This is already people saying you need to turn your brain up, check your ego out. Stop the thoughts. Nonsense. This is always on. Without this, the body doesn't exist. So <laughs> this is always on. So it's a matter of knowing that, but it's within that own state, you can still idle down and how you choose to idle down it to become more conscious of going back to the example you used about, no, I'll rest when I'm dead. It's usually a statement that from someone is in the early stages of their lives. And you, death is like a long way off and blah, blah, blah. And you, you got all the time in the world. The earlier you can understand balance, all things, you stand the chance to, to live this differently, to, to live the mundane of life differently, to embrace the repetitiveness of life. Because everything we do is repetitive, even rest. It, it's all comes back down to a cycle. The rest is a component of receiving and acknowledging it. Bob Berg. The Go-Giver series has basically a cycle of like where you're giving credible value and talks about how to turn that into a business. But the last one's always receiving. Mm-hmm. And I have associated or explored within myself now that when I was really bad at receiving, guess what else I was really bad at? Turning off and resting. And as I've learned to mature emotionally and spiritually around power of being peaceful within and still being when I'm, when it's time to be ambitious, we go be ambitious, baby. And when it's time to be at rest, we ambitiously get into rest. And it's, it's a lot more caring and it's a place where now I can, I openly look forward to rest and I look for the little opportunities like we talked about emotionally, but mentally as well as catching when I'm in my default mode network for this thing where it's just running itself, catch it thought back on the stream okay we're back we're back being conscious here we're back in the control room making our choices making that choice has a cycle so if we can appreciate the start <clears throat> and the end of all these things all life is a start and an end 
start our day, end our day, start the breath, end the breath. It's like all yeah, those things are required because what would happen if we just breathed in? We'd eventually pass out because yeah. the other yeah, part not, is ex exhaling. We're not designed that way. It's like to me, every, every morning I wake up, I, I, I am born again. And every time I close my eyes, I die. Because I don't know if I'm going to wake up that or the next morning. I look at it that way. It's a birth and recycle every day. Birth and recycle every day. Birth, birth, death, birth, death, birth, death. And I think it's important to, I think it's important to truly embrace the stages of life that you're in. Because I used to put in 80 hour weeks and walk around like it was a badge of honor that I didn't eat all day and these types of things. But I was also younger and I did have the energy to, to su support that lifestyle. I did. For a time. For a time. Exactly. For a time. Did it hinder me emotionally, physically, mentally? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so because I embraced all of the experiences that I go through. Going to do that. Having said that now, yeah. you know, but rest is the same thing for me. There are times I'm going to get really good rest and there's times I'm not going to get really good rest. When I don't get really good rest is to try to understand why not. And even when I do get good rest, why? What did I do? So all experiences are of value. And is what experience do you want to try to craft the most? That's in your control. I don't have control over the majority of thoughts that show up, but I do have control of what thoughts I put into the world. I don't have control a lot of times Am I going to precisely fall asleep at one o'clock? No, but I know myself that I'm when I was younger, I needed to be so tired that when I hit the pillow, I would pass out because when I was younger, again, I always said, this is always on. But when I went to bed, I paid attention to the rhetoric that was going on in here, mm -hmm. that my sleep. Once I really gotten right with myself internally, I lay down. And within five, 10 minutes, I'm asleep. This is still going. It's still just as crazy and chaotic as ever. I just have learned I don't have to pay attention to it. Just let it be like the example you use at, uh, down by the river, sitting in just a meditative state of just being. When I'm at the river, my attitude is like, my, my mental show is like a, a drive, going to a drive-in. That the fishes go to a drive and go, I'll play in this Rawls brain. Let's see what's <laughs> on. Because I'm not paying attention. I'm just a projector. You yeah. guys pay attention. That's the kind of mentality. It's the same thing with sleep. So I just think a lot of times it's part of rest as well as removing, beating yourself up the guilt, the shame, whatever you want to associate with it. And going, okay, let me understand if I know rest is important. I know sleep is important, but I'm not getting the sleep. Because a lot of people sleep. But are they getting the real deep rest that they need? Mm. Right? And to me, they're two different things. That physical and spiritual and emotional rest mm -hmm. is like your body may be at maybe at rest is but what is it in that spiritual and emotional side that you need some work on that fitness, right? Yeah. I love the concept of like emotional fitness instead of like emotional well being. That works for me. Might not work for somebody else. And that's cool too. Yeah. But like yeah. what work do I need to put in and get really good at what pl places of self-awareness do I need to be I may never be great at this but I probably need to be good to get to where I need to to go next with my rest or with my with whatever next state I'm going to be in and with that choice but rest being 
the one where the more I've practiced being aware of it, the more I'm actually training my subconscious because it's like a supercomputer. Yeah. And, it, and we tell it what is good, what is bad, and what even I think it's even more simpler than good or bad. It's what do we want to do in these situations? And if at every night we go to lay down going, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, it's going, oh, hey, got, got you. Yeah, we don't sleep. Yeah. I'll keep I'll keep us running. Don't worry. The projector is going to be on. The 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 blasting uh, sound will be there the entire time. Versus going, it's okay to sleep, it's sleep, and I want to sleep. And it's just like this self training of breaking the old programming and adding in a new program and getting used to it and figuring it out and getting it efficient. Because eventually, then you're going to be able to be in a state where you're like, yeah. when I hit the pillow. This is a safe space, and we know that I sleep, speaking to my body. This is why I think it's important that everything is balanced to the best of your ability. We all know physical activity goes towards having a good rest as well. When, when, once the body is worked and is stressed, that's when, when you go to the gym, you're stressing your muscles. Yeah. Well, stress imbalance is a good thing as well. So it's understanding that, but also understanding who you really are by my nature, I'm lazy by nature. I am. Yeah. I am lazy by nature. So, well. so for me to want to just get up and go for a run or whatever, no, I don't want to do that. But I do know the importance of moving. The body is meant to move. I think it's important that you go for a walk or at least try to go for a walk and do things or do things more physically at home. I think it's important to really understand yourself and what you will do and what you will not do. Because a lot of times, like joining a gym, a lot of people really don't want to join a gym, but they do it because they think they have to do it. And then the membership sits on, yeah, on it. It, it sits on, a, on, a, on an elliptical in your basement. And, and then you look at it and go, yeah, I have a gym membership. And you tell everyone I have a gym membership, but you don't go to the gym. So I, I think it's important to really understand who you are, but also understand what are the things that you can do that you will do because you say this is important to you. And I think that's the ultimate thing. If you say it's important to you, then what will you do to support that state? Mm -hmm. When I lay down, going to your, your example of how this is always on, when I lay down, if I feel that this is still always on, I take that opportunity to, I use it uh, as a moment of gratitude and practice gratitude right there. This is wanting to go crazy and act wild. Why? Because it's like a, it's like a, a spoiled little child that's having a tantrum. Why you having a tantrum? In those moments, that's when I pray. That's why I said gratitude and rest go hand in hand. Or gratitude and how you come out of rest go hand in hand. So I use those moments to show my mental and the spiritual, spiritual, you knows, but the mental and the emotional capacity of me that you're okay to just be. You're okay to just run rampant. I am not paying attention to you, not because I don't love you, but because I don't need to pay attention to you right. I am going to go to Radhi. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. am going to rest now. You will follow my lead. Captain now. And I find for me when I do that, it works. I sleep but, really but well it takes most practice. times. It takes, it's a constant practice. I sleep really well now. Like I said, I really don't uh, have, I really have nights where I don't sleep. Having said that, last week I had two nights where yeah. I didn't fall asleep till four o'clock in the morning. And it was not like I had anything on my mind or anything like that. I just didn't feel like sleeping at that. So I remember I went to bed. I'm like, okay, no, I'm not really ready to rest because I'm just laying here. And if I continue laying, I'm just going to toss it. So I got up and put on a movie or something. And then, then I went to sleep. 
So I, I think it's, a lot of it is just being really being aware of who you are and where you are and where you are within your day and how you're feeling and all these things. The things that we talk about in coaching is part of rest is really being aware of who you are and where you are and what kind of rest do you really need. And then crafting that. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, you're the captain of the ship. It's, it's your choice. Yeah. And is, is, is this a choice, like you say, about working out? I don't want to in that moment, but damn, do I feel good five minutes in? Mm -hmm. Same thing with this rest. Is I might not. There might be a resistance to it, but you know what? I'm going to feel good five minutes in. And taking that step of making the plunge and going, this is what I'm going to start to craft. I might not be good at it on day one. In fact, you won't be good at it on day one. And be like, I can give myself a little bit of a pat on the shoulder for getting to day one. Day two. And all of a sudden, down the road, within a few months, your ability to rest and that on-ramp and off-ramp to rest and on-ramp and off-ramp mm -hmm. to active, all of a sudden, starts to get real smooth and practiced. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, look, now... What am I accomplishing yeah. now? How am I focusing on things now? How do I give me and everything else that I'm involved in that space? When I think back, so I invite people, whether you are working for someone else, or you're working for yourself in your home or whether you're working for an, for an organization, but you work from home, wherever, whatever your work arrangement is, every day you should take a number of breaks, maybe adopt some of the European practice of a siesta in the afternoon. I think it's very important to have a little nap. Even if you're just a power down, not just, I'm not talking lunch, not a half hour for lunch. And here, in, here in North America, we're so backwards, I think, when it comes to stuff like that. This thing about you have to grind eight hours, 12 hours a day, and you get an hour for lunch and screw that. I don't, I think it's important to grind. It's just as important to make sure you build into your schedule every day rest where you physically shut down, even if it's just a half hour nap in the mornings to go for a walk before you start your day, or even if you start your day and get two hours into it, stop, go for a walk, 10, 15 minutes, walk around the block or step out onto your porch, and take some sun in. Or even if it's raining, take the weather in. Stop to look at the birds flying around. Take in your environment, what you're doing. Do it again in the afternoon. It's like eating. The way we eat is not very healthy. The way you're supposed to eat is actually small little packages of food throughout the course of the day. You should be eating like what they say, like six meals a day. And a meal is like the size of your fist. This is why you're more or less like grazing the whole day. It's the same thing with rest. Are you taking periods of rest throughout the whole day? or you just trying to lump it all in sleep. But I think it's very important that you build it into your daily schedule yeah. to yeah. maximize your effectiveness and your efficiency. Like, what can you do to be excited about it? Mm -hmm. What you like, what's like my little cup here? It's like, where are we going to go explore and rest today? It's, it's an interesting topic. It's a topic everyone will say they know, but how much time do you actually spend on thinking about your rest, thinking about your sleep, thinking about what else are you, are you are incorporating within your rest cycles? Mm -hmm. Do you have rest cycles? Are you creating them throughout the course of your day? Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's important. I think if you're going to pump that kind of energy and grinding, then it's just as important to keep refreshing yourself 
yeah. every day and not just try to save it for once a week or just or try to save it for, well, after work and then I'll go hit the gym. Go hit the gym. But are you also resting throughout the course of the day? Just are you eating properly? And I'm speaking from experience because I, there were times I would, like I said, many times than not, I would not eat all day and then I'd want to eat late at night. And then I'd want to eat like this amount. And then you're wondering why you're putting weight on. And people don't realize one of the biggest contributors to adding weight on is a lack of sleep, mm-hmm. a lack of proper resting. Because yeah. the body needs to rest to, to fuel about the food that you've consumed that day. So it needs to power down to do that. If you're not sleeping properly, then the body can't function the way it's designed to function. Our good friend cortisol just keeps building and it, yeah. it, it does yeah. add to all of that. No, it's not so much maybe put the donut down. Maybe it's uh, pull up a pillow and get some sleep. If you want to rest, if you want to lose. Because yeah. um, I don't ever want to put donuts down. What's your favorite donut, Raul? Oh, French curlers. French curlers, yeah. Like I, I could eat, I say that like I've never have. I've sat and eat a box of 12 from Tim Hortons. <laughs> I've eaten a dozen at one sitting. Like, I'm really like, taking care of your body. Oh, I, eating one is just almost impossible. <laughs> when there's multiples there. You can't just have one. Just I like can't, just, can't just have one. So it's, just, you know, so that's, that's easily my favorite donut. What about you? What's your uh, favorite? I like the sprinkle donuts and the apple fritters. Like. The, the like child that. in me loves a good sprinkle donut, and there's just something about a good, like, fresh apple fritter that is just like, that smacks all the time for me. I'm not big on pimmies anymore, but I still think they make the best apple fritters. Although, 60 Bakehouse. As about to say, we had those apple fritters down yeah, there. And they're they were, pretty good. They were pretty they, yeah, you, good. Those of you watching the show, that's a, it's a cafe restaurant on Bernard Bernard and they're famous for their donuts and they have a maple bacon donut with actual bacon on top of it is yes they have like quite the selection of donuts while Raul lived in town we made a few stops at that place while Raul lived in town he made a few stops without G I used to cheat on you and go there with a lot of different people so I just have donuts you are special I just because spread the specialness with other people. But all kidding aside, to me, that's all part of rest. When you're doing things like that makes you feel good and you add it to your repertoire of, of recharging. There's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a delicacy within it. Like it, it you can step into the deliciousness yes. of, uh, of your favorite donut. But it doesn't always have to be, again, we talk about balance. It isn't always the healthy food. Sometimes you gotta go have the, the donut and enjoy yeah. it. It's like, why are you putting in all the work if you don't get to have a little bit of like momentary yeah. happiness from eating the donut? Now don't sit around and eat the donuts all the time, but also don't sit around and just punish, like work yourself to the bone with all the good stuff too. Did you see, I, I experience it all. I removed the good and bad. Donuts are not good or bad. No. Oh, God. So we will blame the donut for that. It's not the donut's <laughs> fault. That's my fault. There's no <laughs> the under- donut wasn't marching up to your mouth going, yes. open it up. But to me, everything in balance. I'm not going to have a French curler donut every day. I think if you have it once a week, maybe twice a week, that's fine. But every day in 12 in one sitting, <laughs> that's not healthy. 
that's not it. I, I, to me, it's, it's just about balance with, with everything. And rest. Rest is in the seven habits. They'll talk about the emotional bank account, which operates like any bank account. Whatever you deposit in is what you'll be able to withdraw. withdraw. Yeah. If you deposit crap in, you will get crap out. That's simple. Yeah. If you are not resting yourself and you're depositing bad rest and you're not truly taking care of yourself in all the aspects of your life, why would you then expect to be able to withdraw something positive? Just think of it as your emotional bank account or your, your rest account. What am I depositing in my rest account every day, every week, every month? And obviously every month is, it's not just about sleep. It's what are you doing on a grander scale to, to represent rest and, and maybe rest when we think of rest, we think of sleeping, but I use the word recharging and rejuvenation and that sort of thing. So what are you doing to rejuvenate? And again, the seven habits, sharpening the saw. How are you keeping your sharp, your sword sharp? Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. What are you doing? My friend. All right, brother. Until next week. Thank you to everybody who's watched the Raw and Gene show. We appreciate you very much. You are loved and you are, are heard. We will are, talk to you. You are loved and loved. Loved and loved. You're loved and loved. We're still working on how to end this show. Anyways, now we're going to get to the legal speak. We'll talk to you all next week oh one last thing it's the legal language this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes it is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician professional coach psychotherapist or other qualified professionals